Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where OP walks in on her husband screwing her sister. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash true off my chest. I saw my husband and my sister naked in my kitchen. I can't move. If I move, it becomes real, and I have to accept what I saw and think of what's next. I came home from work early and saw my sister's car, thinking maybe she was dropping off some food from her job. But no, I walk in and I see my husband and sister naked in my kitchen, the kitchen that I paid for. As soon as I registered what I saw, I got in my car and left. I kept driving, just driving, driving, driving until I found the hotel that I'm at now. I don't want to believe it. I don't know what to do. My sister's my only family and my best friend, the one who's supposed to be there for me and support me. And then there's my husband, my person, my other half, the one who's supposed to love and respect me. The two most important people in my life have ruined everything. I've blocked them both on my phone. I don't want to hear any of the BS excuses they'll come up with. I don't want to confront this. I want to go back to this morning when everything was fine. And then, two days later, OP posted an update. I didn't think that I needed to explicitly say this, but by naked, I meant they were butt naked and passionately hugging in the kitchen. And I admit that mentioning that I paid for the kitchen was odd and kind of funny, but anyone who knows me knows that my kitchen is my pride and joy. So, yeah, when I saw my sister and husband screwing in my kitchen, it stuck with me. And yes, they did see me. When I got to the hotel, I cried for a few hours, and then I just wanted to tell someone, anyone. The two people I would talk to when something happened in my life were the two I needed to talk about, and it was 11-something in the evening, so I wasn't going to disrupt my friends' evenings and burden them. So I posted here, and after posting and having another good cry, I knew that I had to get my act together. I didn't have my sister or any family to help, so I had to do it all myself. I started researching what my next steps were. In the morning, my friend called me, saying that my sister contacted her, wondering if I'd been in contact with her. I told her what happened, and she very kindly offered her spare room and her day off work to help me sort stuff out. I called in sick at my job, and my friend helped me get things done. I got in contact with my friend who works at a bank, and she helped me start sorting out my financials. My friend also found me a lawyer to consult with. After my phone consultation with the lawyer, I was so overwhelmed. I now know why so many women don't divorce their cheating husbands. It's such a lengthy, expensive, and emotionally draining process. I, fortunately, make a stable income and I can support myself, and we, fortunately, don't have kids. I already knew that there was no coming back from what my husband did, and when I checked his messages, they were exactly what I thought they would say. I'm sorry, it's not what it looks like. We didn't mean for it to happen. Please come home. I love you, blah, blah, blah. Just absolute BS. A small part of me thought that maybe I could find it in me to forgive my sister because we only have each other. But after I opened her messages, all hope was lost. She used the same excuses that we heard our father use when he cheated on our mother and beat us. She said the same things our mother would say when she would excuse our dad's behavior and also beat us. I spoke to her this morning and asked her to tell me straight up who, what, where, when, and why. 
She told me back in July when I went on a girl's trip that she was at our house and joked to my husband that I would cheat on him on the girl's trip because that's what always happens. He said no, and they joked about it, but she said, you could get even with me, and they ended up doing it once. One time led to two times, two to three, then to whenever they could do it. There was never any evidence or signs or anything that I was going to even think about cheating. I told her we were done, and there was nothing she could do to bring us back together. I later received a call from an unknown number. It was my mother, who I haven't spoken to in seven years. Turns out my sister had been in contact with her and told her what had happened, and my piece of garbage mother, the same woman who beat me for breathing wrong, had the audacity to say that this is what I get for taking her daughters away from her. It hurts so much. I know things are going to get messier, and this is going to be a long few years. I've now lost all of my blood relations. I need to get my stuff together and find a new place to live. I want to show them that I can and I will thrive without them. Oof, that one was rough to read. All of the most important people in OP's life systematically betrayed her trust. She went from having trusted people in her life to having no one. Though I will say that friend of hers who helped her out is a true bro. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash legal advice. When my brother was 16 and I was 4, my grandmother set aside a share portfolio for us. As soon as we were old enough, it transferred into our own accounts. And it was only four years later that my brother dipped heavily into his and bought a new Honda. I knew about mine for much longer than he did before it became mine, and I watched it grow since I understood what it was. By the time that I was given full control, it was already worth a ridiculous amount because a big portion of it was invested in Apple. And I'm torn on dipping into the funds because dad drilled it into me to leave it to grow until I'm 40-something. I don't talk much with my brother. He's done some stupid things to the family over the years, and I didn't really grow up with him at all, so all that I usually hear about his life comes through my dad. His new girlfriend works in law, and I've received a formal letter from them both that the investments my grandmother made were intended to be for the both of us and not just for me alone, and his was only around $15,000. That number is right, but mine was only worth that at the time that he spent it too. They want half of the value of mine now, and his girlfriend has told me that if I don't give them access, then the legal fees and fines would eat up my half and I'd be left with nothing. The dividends alone support a huge part of my life, and they've saved me a few times. If half of that disappeared, I'd be set back years. I know it sounds selfish, but I'm really used to having the extra income back me up when I've wanted to move. I've lived in four different states on my own, and I want to move and take in more before I settle down, if I ever do. How likely is it that they'll win and leave me with nothing? As far as I know, there was no paperwork or will, just my grandmother's word. She set up my brother's account when he turned 19, but she gave them to dad at the same time my brother got his, and my dad transferred the whole lot to me six years ago. For my shares, I have all the logins, the trading accounts, and bank accounts in my name, and the shares are solely in my name too. Should I find my own lawyer? And then OP posted an update. I worked with my dad and got my own lawyer. I got my timeline of the shares wrong, but it comes out the same. What my brother and I inherited from my grandmother was originally part of my grandfather's portfolio, and he was the money-savvy one. My grandmother looked after those when he died, and she personally set up my brother's accounts and gave him control of his part. She didn't do the same with mine before she died. 
Instead, the shares were in her will, and she left everything that she owned to my dad, with the instruction that $15,000 worth of shares would go to me when I was old enough to know how to take care of them. There was no trust, she just asked my dad to do it. My dad did the right thing, and set up accounts for me and gave me control six years ago. My dad put some of his own shares in too, as an extra leg up. Dad admitted to me that he chewed out my brother last year when he came to him asking for money, and Dad had supported him several times over the years and got to the point that he'd had enough. My brother found out that I still had my investments because Dad had used me as an example of how my brother should have been using money. That's how my brother found out that I still had my shares and they'd grown. According to my lawyer, I'm in the clear, but it's not going to get to the point of finding that out in court because my brother's girlfriend was only a legal secretary. I say was because the firm that she worked for apologized and told my lawyer that she was terminated immediately. The letter I received from them had been edited to put her name in a position higher up than it should have been, and some of the contact information had been changed. A week after she was fired, my brother visited, begging me for money. His girlfriend is in serious debt, and she took a chance on scamming cash from me and lost. I felt awful rejecting my own brother over and over, and if he hadn't involved his girlfriend needing an amount well into five figures, I might have given him some. The next morning, I found all my tires had been slashed. Screw him, I don't feel bad anymore. Yeah, I'm with you, OP. I don't feel bad about this either. His girlfriend impersonated a lawyer, which has to be illegal, right? It has to be. In order to scam you out of your inheritance. Your brother's scum, OP. Cut contact and don't look back. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash relationship advice. My dad's girlfriend is trying to get rid of me, a 15-year-old girl. My mom passed away five years ago, and I think of her every day. My dad went through a really bad depression, and I had to take care of myself, basically. During the Christmas holidays, my dad told me that he had been seeing someone for a while. I noticed that he was happier, and I guess I was happy for him. I didn't want him to be lonely forever, but I did feel like my mom was being erased completely. He never wanted to talk about her, and he got rid of all of our pictures with her in them. He said that his girlfriend would be spending Christmas with us and then moving in. I wasn't happy at all. I don't even know her, but I didn't say anything. I met her on Christmas, and usually my dad and I put the star on the tree that day. Then we would watch The Grinch. It's our tradition, and we kept it up even when we were grieving my mom. It's the only tradition from when she was with us that we actually kept. When his girlfriend came over, he put the star on with her while I was in the bathroom. Also, we didn't watch The Grinch because she hates it. I know that I sound spoiled and childish, but I was so angry. We've been doing this my whole life, and she just came in and destroyed it. The whole night, she didn't even bother getting to know me at all. She was all over my dad and pretty much ignored me. I told my dad about how upset I was over our tradition, and he said that I should grow up and that things change. I didn't like her because she gave me a bad feeling, so I never got close to her. She complained to my dad about it, and he got mad at me for not making her feel welcome. I feel bad because she makes my dad really happy, so I tried being more friendly with her. In front of my dad, she was nice to me, but when we were alone, she ignored me or spoke to me with an attitude. She even told me that I was a brat and that I make my dad's life harder. 
I told him that, but he didn't believe me, and he yelled at me for trying to sabotage his relationship. He said that I wanted him to die alone and be sad, and that I was selfish. I was so shocked because none of this was true. My dad basically treated me like I wasn't there at all after that. I felt like I did when my mom died, all alone. I stayed up really late one night because I just couldn't sleep and I wanted to sneak in a midnight snack. The girlfriend was in the kitchen on FaceTime, so I decided to be nosy and listen. She was talking about my dad and how much she loves him. Then, she said that he had this dumb daughter and that she wondered if it was too late for adoption. Her and her friend laughed at that. She said that I was a little B-word and that she hated me. Her friend then said something about boarding school or military school, but I left, so I didn't hear the rest. I felt so exhausted from all the crying I did, so I actually slept. I didn't tell my dad, and I don't even know if I should, since he probably won't believe me. I really miss my mom. I kind of want to go live with my grandparents now, as in my mom's parents, but I don't want my dad to think that I'm leaving him. What do I do? Can I even do anything? How do I get my dad to listen to me? Would I be wrong for leaving? And then, a few weeks later, OP posted an update. Since my last post, I spoke to my grandparents and told them everything. I asked if I could stay with them if I wanted to, and they agreed. I then spoke to my dad again and tried to tell them how I felt and what I heard his girlfriend say. I didn't want to film or record the interaction because I knew that he would be mad at that and he wouldn't listen. He didn't believe me again, and he thought that I was jealous of having to share him with someone else. I got upset and told him I was leaving so he could live happily ever after without the burden of having me around. He looked shocked, but didn't say anything. I had already packed my bags and had brought some things to my grandparents' house already. My dad didn't speak to me for the rest of the day. My grandfather picked me up, and I've been there ever since. I haven't gone home, and I haven't heard from my dad. My grandparents told me that they would handle my dad and that I shouldn't have to be the one doing it. I'm upset that my dad hasn't called or texted me once to see if I'm okay. At the same time, I'm feeling so much better being with my grandparents. My grandmother is probably the sweetest person ever, and my grandfather is a little rough around the edges, but he's really a softie. And then, a week later, OP posted an update. My dad came to visit me at my grandparents' place to talk to me. He brought his girlfriend with him. He said, Girlfriend and I have been talking, and we decided that it's best that you stay here. My dad said that I can come clean out my room completely and that'll help. He also said that after I get my things, we should also take a break from each other and reevaluate things in a few months or however long it takes. His girlfriend then said something about how she'll take care of my dad for me. In a few days, I'll be going over to my grandparents to get my stuff. We'll also be getting the important papers that some of you have mentioned. It doesn't look like I'll be going home anytime soon. I have a new home now, I guess. To be honest, I've been feeling pretty bad about some of the comments in these threads. Specifically, the one saying that since I probably remind him of my mom, that's why he's like that way with me. He got rid of everything of my mom, and I was the last piece of my mom, so it makes sense that he doesn't want me anymore. I really wish that my mom was still here. I think he wants to start over, and I wasn't part of that plan, so I guess that's it. 
All right, OP, you're pretty young, and at 15, I'm not sure if you fully understand, like, just how bad this is, just how cold, heartless, and cruel this is. And I also want to point out that this isn't just on the girlfriend. You said in the original post, my dad's girlfriend is trying to get rid of me. And yeah, obviously, she's a terrible person, but also, your dad is equally bad. Even worse, honestly. Your father abandoned his only child just to make his girlfriend happy. And like, he's doing this really messed up psychological thing where every time you come to him with these problems, he's saying, you're just jealous, you don't want me to be happy, blah, 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 and then he gets mad at you. But like, here's the thing, even if you are jealous, even if he were right, and he's not, he's completely wrong, even if you were right, the way to respond to that isn't to get mad at you and to punish you, it's to talk to you about it, to work through issues, to bond as a family. To come to the girlfriend and say, listen, my daughter's really having trouble with you, so we need to work together and try to become a family together, otherwise this relationship isn't going to work. Because, yeah, it is understandable and reasonable for a 15-year-old girl to get a little bit jealous if her dad starts dating someone else. Like, (laughs) why is it that when the daughter has an issue with the girlfriend, that means the daughter is annoyed. But when the girlfriend has an issue with the daughter, that's totally okay, that's perfectly fine. OP, your father is literally abusing you. This is, this is clear emotional abuse. He's a bad person. He's selfish, cruel, cold, and honestly, you're better off without him. I know that it probably doesn't feel that way right now, OP, but to be honest, your dad is scum. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.